tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Hello, and thank you for joining us today for conversations and support for targeted individuals. Today is Sunday, February 24th, 2019, and I am your host, Renata. If you have uh, a scripture or you would like to open us up in prayer, please start to. Guys, a minute. Start two. If you'd like to open us up in prayer or you have a scripture. Okay. Our Father and our God, we come before you today, Lord, thanking goodness for your mercies, Lord. I ask you to fill this call with your presence. Fill our hearts with your love, Lord. We ask that your Holy Spirit guide us through everything, all of our life difficulties, Lord. We ask for your peace, Lord. We're uh, searching your, uh, for your peace, Lord, the peace that surpasses all understanding, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for everything that you've done for us, Lord. We thank you for the hedge of protection you have around us, Lord, and around our loved ones, Lord. I ask that you meet everyone on this call's need, Lord, according to your riches and glory. I hope that everyone uh, gets fulfilled when they come to this call, Lord, that you be lifted up, Lord. And I just thank you, Lord, for just filling our hearts and our minds with your peace, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I have a scripture. I hope you guys can hear my dog barking. He has really been barking a lot lately. I think he misses my daughter. Okay. Okay, our scripture, it's actually two, one is very short, but um, our scripture is from Genesis chapter 19, verses 23 and 26, through 26, sorry. And it says, the sun was risen up on the earth when Lot enter, entered into Zoar. Then the Lord rained upon Sodom and upon Gomorrah brimstones and fire from the Lord out of heaven. And he overthrew those cities and all the plain and all the inhabitants of the cities and that which grew up on the ground. But his wife looked back from behind him and she became a pillar of salt. And then Luke 17 and 32 just gives us a reminder and it says, remember Lot's wife. Now, why does the Lord want us to remember Lot's wife? As the scripture says, uh, the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah because Sodom and Gomorrah was much like earth is right now. A bunch of chaos, a bunch of people doing things they had no business doing, homosexuality, uh, you name it, corruption, everything, war, everything. Was, was, was going on in Sodom and Gomorrah. So the Lord destroyed it with brimstone and fire. Lot and his family was getting out of there. 
Lot's wife turned back and she looked when she wasn't supposed to look and she turned into a pillar of salt. And so Luke 17 and 32 told us to remember Lot's wife. Why? Because the Lord wants us not to look back. There's nothing back there in our past. There's nothing back there uh, for, for many of us, a bunch of bad things, not all bad things, but a bunch of bad things that we don't need to be looking back on. Chances are, if you look back, and you keep looking back, there's a great chance that you might go back. You might go back to a destructive situation that you shouldn't be in. If the Lord has delivered you from drugs, abusive relationships, uh, past friendships that were not healthy for you, any type of turmoil in your life, if he delivered you from anything, leave the past in the past. Everything that is good for us is in front of us. It's not behind us. God knows our struggles. He knows our issues. He knows our past. He knows our pain. And he knows our future. And our future is bright, believe it or not. Because we are targeted and we are persecuted every day, that's actually a good thing. That means there's something in us that somebody don't like. But the Lord has a calling on our life. He has a calling on your life. He has a calling on my life. And whatever that calling is, it's in front of me. It's not behind me. He wants us to take all those past pains, all those past misfortunes, all those past anything, and use it all together for our good. And use it to enhance the kingdom of God. So remember Lot's wife, don't look back. She turned into a pillar of salt, disintegrated, because there's nothing back there to see. Nothing back there. That's why when we turn around, we can only see so far back. God don't want us to see those past pains. He don't want us to feel those past pains. He wants us to trust him and know that our future is bright. Does not matter what people want us to think. Does not matter what it looks like. That's why we walk by faith. We don't walk by sight. We don't walk by what it looks like, what it sounds like, what people tells, tell us is like, what people tell us, oh, you're going to be targeted for the rest of your life. You're going to die in this. It don't matter. It don't matter because if we are targeted for the rest of our life, we're still going to prosper. The Bible says that God wants us to prosper and we will. But you can't look back. You can't keep focusing on the negative. Do the best you can in the situation you are in. The very best you can. With God's help, he's going to make our future bright. That's the way I look at it. That's the way it's going to be in my mind. If nowhere else in my mind, I'm going to put my hand in God's hand. And I'm going to trust him all the way. All the way. And when I start to doubt, because I am human in my flesh, when I start to doubt, I'm going to ask for strength to carry on. I know there's nothing back there. Those people that were removed, they were supposed to be gone. Those situations, those opportunities that I thought should happen, but they didn't, I wasn't supposed to get them. Nothing back there. Look forward. Look towards the hills, which cometh your strength, which cometh your help. God is in this. He is going to help us through all of our struggles, through all of our pain. Amen. Amen. Remember Lot's wife. 
That was Luke Uses 19 and 23 through 26. That scripture, for some reason, been on my heart for a couple days. So somebody needed to hear that. And I'm that somebody. <laughs> I needed to hear that. It's hard sometimes. Let me see. Okay, hang on. I'll be unmuting un you guys in a minute, okay? Hang on one second. Someone has their hand raised. Okay, so um, everybody, welcome to the call. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the call. I hope that you guys had a great past week. Um, and I really hope that everybody is as strong as they can be, the strongest version of yourself that, that you can be. Because I know that it's, it's so hard to deal with the targeting. It is. It's, it's really very, very difficult um, at all angles, on all levels, no matter how hard you're getting targeted. It's just, just so many aspects of it is hard. But God knows. He knows. So give it to him and ask him to help you through it and he will. I hope that this call um, serves as a tool to help you to to get through some of this and to know that you're not alone and to get the support that you need because support is very, very important. Um, I, I really look forward to these calls every week. Sometimes it's hard for me because I, I sometimes I'm having difficulties in my body like I am today and I just wish I could have stayed in bed all day. But even when I force myself to go ahead and come to the call, I'm always glad that I did because this support is so important and it helps me through my week when I'm out there dealing with, with all of that drama that we have to deal with. So I hope you feel comfortable um, speaking. If that's what you choose to do, nobody has to speak. But if you choose to, I hope that you do. You never have to give away your identity. You can make up a name um, or whatever, okay? But it's very helpful uh, to process what's going on. Uh, what else? Uh, I did a video last week. Um, I mentioned last week to you guys that someone had uh, sent me a message and asked my opinion on um, how she can convince her her targeted boyfriend that she is not a perp and that she's not involved in his targeting. So I um, answered that question on a video. I gave her a video response, which um, I told her I would do. And so if you have not heard that, then uh, please check that out. My name out there on YouTube is God is our protector, all one word. And I'm going to try to get around to another video or maybe two today, but I'm not sure because I'm a little under the weather here. My husband has a really, really bad cold, and now I feel like I'm catching it. Okay. Uh, let's see. What else? Let me just go to the questions of the day. So welcome. Welcome, each and every one of you. Welcome to the call. Thank you guys for coming. All right. Some questions of the day, and these are just questions that come to my mind during the week, and I just uh, share them here just as a way to put out um, topics of conversation if you choose to answer any of the questions. 
it's just food for thought. You don't have to, but I just put them out there every week, okay? Because these are just things that come to mind. Um, all right, one is how was your week? That's always going to be a question. How was your week last week? Share anything you like about that. I think I asked this last week, but I'm kind of interested in it because I don't think anybody answered it, so I'm going to put it out there again. And that is, what was your occupation before the targeting began or before you became aware of the targeting? Because as we know, the targeting starts way before we realized it. So what was your occupation? And uh, where did you see your life going at the time you became targeted? Uh, if you have been targeted five or six years, where, do you, where did you expect to be now in your life? Okay, so that's a question. Let's see, I had some other things I thought I did. I had some other things. I don't know where I wrote it. I'll, I'll look for it throughout the call. Um, but anything in the news that you want to talk about, feel free to talk about that because there's a lot going on, you guys. Um, Jesse Smollett, that just has so many twists and turns to that situation. And for those of you who may not know who he is, he's uh, he stars on the show Empire. Um, he's a young actor, really uh, seemed like a really nice guy. I saw him on a couple different things in the past. And he supposedly concocted this whole story about how he was attacked by uh, some Donald Trump racist people in the middle of the night in Chicago, like two, three in the morning. He said he was going to Subway Sandwich and these people attacked, two guys attacked him. And then it turns out that it didn't quite happen the way he said it did, that he orchestrated the whole thing and paid these brothers from Africa. It's just bizarre. And now TMZ is saying that he really didn't pay them to attack him, that he really paid them to, to do some personal training for him. It's, it's just a lot of twists and turns with that. But the whole thing is backfiring on him because now he may go to jail for that. Um, R. Kelly, that's what I'm planning to do a video on today. R. Kelly has finally been arrested for, uh, well, he's officially been arrested for having sex with minors who are now adults, but uh, two of them have proof that, you know, he um, assaulted, sexually assaulted them. They, I believe they have articles of clothing that had his uh, DNA on it. And um, this attorney, he is really going after him. And so he's arrested. He doesn't have money to bail out. He's trying to come up with that. He owes a whole bunch of money in back child support. There's and and it is it's a lot going on with the R. Kelly thing. So if you want to comment on that, um, I'm so happy that he has been arrested as a survivor of um, sexual abuse myself. It feels like a victory. It's a victory because another predator is off the streets, at least for now. So hopefully he will do a long time in jail. I think he's facing like 70 years or something. So I'm really happy about that. Um, wait, you guys, this is Charles. You know, Charles calls from my phone. Hey, Charles. Hello. Hey, okay, we're, on, we're in the middle of the call. 
Okay, I'm just uh, I'm just going over the questions of the day, and let's see. So far, there was how was your week, um, and I think I asked uh, how was your what was your occupation before the targeting began, and where would you have seen yourself at this point in your life had the targeting not entered your life. Um, and then I, I was just saying anything in the news that anybody wants to talk about, there's a lot going on. There's the Jesse Smollett situation, the guy from uh, Empire. There is the R. Kelly thing. He's finally been arrested, thank God. And uh, there's another person that was arrested for having sex at a brothel or something. And he, I think he was, um, or uh, what do you call a massage parlor, I think. And he's some sort of coach or owner of one of the NBA teams or something like that. Okay. So anything you guys want to talk about, you don't have to talk about any of that. That is just put out there for uh, sake of conversation. There's so much going on in the news. Venezuela, they are tearing Venezuela up as we speak. And I'm not even clear on what, what all is going on over there. If I remember, if I, um, if I remember right, I think there are two people in Venezuela who both feel that they are the president or something like that. And then there's some kind of aid trying to get into the country. And one of the guys ordered all of that burned down. So it is mayhem and chaos. And if you saw the news, they are literally tearing Venezuela up as we speak. So any of that um, you guys want to talk about. Uh, you can talk about your targeting. You can just say hello. It's totally up to you. Press star two if you'd like to speak. Hello. Hi. Can you Hi. hear me? I can. Hi, Rosanna. My name is Gail. Hi, Gail. Hi. We have an acquaintance in common. Her name is Lydia. You know her? Um, yeah, Lydia. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Yeah. We want to certainly talk to you off 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 the telephone call, but uh, yeah, hopefully we can we can make arrangements to to do that. Okay, Gail. Can um, I ask you a question? Gail, can I ask sure. you a question? Are you in Sacramento? I see your area code. Yeah, I'm in Sacramento. Oh, I'll answer your questions. That's right. Um, can you repeat your questions to me? Okay, and you do not have to answer them until we get to you. Um, but, but hey, hang on before you do that. Uh, let's see. Let me give you my telephone number. You said you want to talk about the call. I'll give you my number. Um, um, let me hold up. I'm driving, so. Oh, I'm, I'm okay. a full-timer in my RV. So oh. Like, okay. But, um, let me... It's up to you. It doesn't matter. You can, you can get my number from Lydia if you like. Yes, I, I can get your number where? From Lydia. Oh, from Lydia. Well, you have my number. After the call, can you call me? Can you see my number? I cannot see your entire number. It just gives me the first six okay. digits. Yeah. Okay. So go ahead and give me, give me your number. Okay. It's 510. Oh, shoot. Not a pin. I want to write. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. But that, uh, that didn't happen. And, and now in a relationship, I just wouldn't trust, I can't trust um, a man being a T.I., a female T.I., because uh, they can buy, they buy people like, they buy men's souls as Surveilled. 
where we are surrounded on all sides. So if you turn left, they're coming down that street. So they already got you, and they're going up on the opposite side of the street. So you're, you're wherever you go, you're still targeted. Plus, they be on the parallel street. Uh-huh. So that's why uh, TIs always are seeing their 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 stalkers, no matter where they they turn. They're using the surveillance module for what is what law enforcement is trained with. Yeah. Uh, the Cocktail Pro part is is just dreaming up of crimes that people didn't commit, but CIA hasn't that. They're using Photoshop technology to create fake videos, fake documents, fake Facebook pages on the victims to help demonize them and make them look like the most horrible, vilest criminals in the eyes of the community policing members who they dispatch that victims call gang stalkers. Most of those people think you are a pedophile, an egregious, horrible human being. And that's why they get the looks that they get. That's why the people are um, alienated and isolated from their community because of the lies being portrayed by them under the color of law. That means these people are going around acting like they're doing an official legal surveillance. They're Mm -hmm. using a badge, but it's not. They're using a private Google application called WhatsApp to notice community policing members. I'm like, mm-hmm. don't you find that a problem? I'm like, how come you don't use the FBI database? How come you don't use the National Crime Information System database? You know, where are the Amber Alerts? You know, because they're giving gifts and gratuities, landscape by charge. The landscape by charge is really, they're putting in these radio frequencies. And that's the technology. See, I know the technology too. I know the technique of application. I know the community module. I know Homeland Security started its Scotty-style community policing, where they hired 2000 and 2005, they hired an ex-Scotty called Marco Wolf, and at the same time, an ex-KGB, Marco Wolf's specialty was turning the, he was a chief, and his specialty was turning the public against one another. The ex-KGB, his specialty was torture. That's who they hired in 2005. See, this has always been a plan. It's always been a plan. That's why they created 9-11. There weren't any planes. The people go back and YouTube, they can look. Those are holograms. And the CIA has a hologram program. And if you see one of the YouTube videos, shows you the planes, a wing, slides through one of the buildings, and it didn't even move because it was a hologram. Those buildings were blown up by bombs to get the Patriot Act into America, mm-hmm. which created Homeland Security. So it's just, you know, this is a takeover, takedown of America, and we're a part of it. We are, we are the beta testing for these lunatic new world order, elite Illuminati, whatever you want to call them, CFR, Council for Relations. They all they believe they want to control everything. They want to be as God. That's what Satan's desire has always been. Who they worship, and they they want. They want to control the world, but they feel they can only do it with 500 million people on this planet. So in their sick mind, they want to depopulate, and they got so many different programs going on to make that happen. But targeted individuals are the beta test. The beta test on how they're going to control that 500 million with their artificial intelligent robots. And believe you me, they got artificial intelligent robots that would blow you away if they release them. They're slowly, they're slowly allowing it into the public eye, slowly, because they don't want the immediate 
shock and, and awe and, 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 you know, people to be repelled by it. So, you know, and the drones as well. You're, you're right. I believe those killer robots are coming because they're starting to have them work in businesses and all kinds. I saw some scary looking um, AI news anchors on a video um, over in, I don't know if it was Japan or China, but it is really, really scary. And I believe people are already among us. Um, but also the drones. I believe the drones. The drones will be weaponized as well. Yeah, because they know they know about the doomsday preppers. You know, a lot of things. There's a big, large group I was told not too long ago of TIs that are preppers, and they are supposed to be like thirty to forty thousand strong um, that are doing prepping as TIs, and they're very tight fitted. And they, I don't know how you go about getting involved with them. But they're doing prepping, but and because they know everybody is trying to prep, um, dropping these these cellars and things in their backyards and everything, they're going to utilize the drones because um, the drones can can kill them from two miles out, blow up that backyard with their little uh, shelters and everything. They mm -hmm. already know about them. They they have in Darko, which is where the AI robots are all being developed. They got robots that can outrun a man, that can climb up the side of a mountain, that if you push them over, they, they wreck themselves right back up. That's true. So, so, Just so, like the know, movies. A, Just like the movies. Mm -hmm. That's true. Well, you know, they own Hollywood. And, and, they, mm -hmm. and, and they made us a corporation. So, uh, you know, they didn't get a, we didn't get a vote or anything. But we're a corporation. We're no longer the sovereign city citizens that... Um, we were born in, which is why babies are now given social security numbers before they can even breathe the good. Because they don't want them to be the sovereign, sovereign, you're a sovereign citizen. You don't have to pay any of their laws. You're not subject to any of their laws. But they made us a corporation without our consent. So we can always deny that. We can always um, say we don't want to be a part of that anymore. And we want to take our sovereignty. But as I mean, but you would lose all your federal services if you did that. So, so yeah. as a corporation, they got they can do whatever they want to as a corporation, and to get our consent, is all they have to do is tell us about it. So they tell us in the movies, in very very small print, and and so then we don't know we 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 don't we don't we don't object. So they have our yeah. consent out there. Right. You see, so so um, they're doing this kind of stuff. And as a corporation, so they put it in the, in the, in the movies, what they want to do, what they're doing, and, and what they have done. So they have noticed us. So right. So Hollywood. So what you see in the movies is actually true. It's it actually is. true. It is. You know, it, that's why they say this. A lot of this stuff is hidden in plain sight. They make sure we know. Yeah. You know, but on, on, only yep. the awakened, only the awakened people, you know, can really see what's going on, and they can see that there's truth in that fiction. <laughs> yeah. And then what? A few years later, there was the technology being sold in, in Best Buy and all these other places. Why? If they already had had it. They have it like 10, 15 years before they even let the public know it exists. 
Well, um, I, I hope that you can uh, stick around. Uh, I think that you, there's a couple other people that would like to speak. Start two if you would like to speak, you guys. Start two. I'm getting to you as fast as I can. Um, I think you said that you live in your mobile home. Is that what you said? Yeah, when I came back from Ecuador, I felt it was the best thing because the technology they use on us, which is radio frequency technology, is in, it's been put in all hotels, all motels, all hostels. The landlords didn't sign up into this. They get a subsidy for putting it in their rentals. Well, that's your apartment, especially the brand new buildings being built. It's, it's built into it. The older buildings is retrofitted. And this is why I try to tell the police and community policing members. If it's just for a certain group in society, why do they got it everywhere? That's why true. are they arming the cell phone towers? You know, the cell That's phone true. towers they are arming and and it can kill the size they can it can kill a city the size of Los Angeles in an hour. Yeah. I, I would and like for you to um I would like for you to, to stick around if you can. I'd like to let the others speak, but I'm always interested okay. when people live in their uh, mobile homes. I, I would like for you to share with us what that's like, because a lot of TIs are looking into doing that. So if you don't mind sharing that experience, um, you know, once we once we get through uh, a couple other callers, if that's OK. OK. No, that's fine. OK. Thank you. I'm going to put you on hold for a minute, OK? Okay. Okay, start two if you would like to speak. Trying to mute you. Hello. Yeah, hi. Hey Jerome, how are you? Oh not too bad. Just um still dealing with this uh this uh targeting this what they're doing with in church and uh and uh you know it never ends so it's just something that you just uh have to keep your head up and chest out and just um just deal with it how but, was it today uh, for you say again how was church today for you i know you get harassed in church and did you see your girlfriend at church today yeah she was there at church um yeah they, yeah they they just they're just consistently just moving around like a chess piece uh, every time she tries to come close you know they they uh they always move her back so it's a little bit stupid but uh, that's that's the way they're doing it right now um yeah so it's just uh it's, it's just the way it is for uh, for now and uh I, I just, I just, uh, you know, try and stay consistent with my program, which is the uh, martial arts and and weight training. It really helps and the affirmations. I haven't okay. changed. Uh, yeah, I stay with the same routine because it works for me. When I don't, <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I don't do the affirmations, I can feel myself. Uh, it stresses me. Like, um, you know, I'm not as patient and whatnot. So. <clears throat> My routine works. Um, and you you posed some uh, questions. Um, what was I? I was actually uh, I was security. I did security for the longest time in, in Canada, and uh, you know security. And I've always been doing the martial arts. But um, I 
didn't uh, I didn't it's like the martial arts wasn't my I guess what what would you say main source of income it's uh it was security for the longest time but I've always been I've been doing the uh, martial arts for a while um, mm-hmm. but I didn't uh, I didn't make you know I make I, I guess I make more money off it now than I did in the uh, past so those were my uh, my two occupations, mainly the security, because that was um, what you say. It was a reg- registered company, and with the martial arts, yeah, someone else owned the business, uh, basically. Um, yeah, so it was theirs, and I did like freelance for me, I, I guess <clears throat> is, is what you could say. Like I got customers for myself and taught privately um yeah those are my occupations um uh, way back when uh i been, uh, i lost my id i don't know if i told you i don't know if you guys remember i lost my id and it's been a clown it's been a circus to try and replace it um oh yeah so when did you lose it how long ago was that i left it in the store and uh when I went back, they said that, uh, you know, no, nothing was left. So I think what, what I'm experiencing, I, I could, it could even be like ID theft, where they took my identity and, uh, <clears throat> and uh, used it, right? How long ago and did so, that happen, Jerome? How long ago? Oh, years ago. Years oh, okay. ago. Okay. Yeah. And I've been try- I don't know. I've been just trying to, uh, to, uh, to get that uh, back online. I could move forward, but um, yeah, I just take things a step at a time, and uh, yeah, you know, you 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 know how they uh, they they run their business. They are going to keep you twenty four seven, just bogged down and uh, hampered down. You know, they want you depressed, and they want you, uh, you know, they want to bring your uh, your situation down. They want to bring your life down. So. Um, yeah, it's just it's just a daily thing. Uh, uh, I don't know what uh, people get, but I get I get the full Monty. I get I get the full package. So yeah, they keep it interesting, but um, they they uh, they they've got a they've got a long ways to go before they 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 buckle me or, or bring me to hunt. Because um, yeah, I, I'm standing for it. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I just live my life. I just um, I haven't been to the movies in a while. I'm gonna tell you the truth, because I usually uh, I used to go by myself. Then I got accustomed to going with my lady. So I haven't been to the movies for a while. Like I, I play my uh, my movies in my desk, but um, yeah, but yeah. Uh, that that is uh, basically it, and. Uh, there's something that struck me very strange. Uh, uh, I don't know if you follow the soap operas, but some guy, some black dude from uh, from uh, it's also Black History in Canada. So there was a celebration at at uh, at church for Black uh, Black History, which was really mm-hmm. good. Really good. Some right? Yeah, it was. Uh, they played the music live, so it was like a reggae theme, and you know there was some skits played. Yeah, so it was. It was, uh, you know, they weren't that. They didn't do the targeting as heavy today, um, because because of 
the other production. So that's uh, that was a little bit of an uplifter. Um, but I was saying that the uh, the there was a guy who played the character called Neil, a young and restless. He just he died suddenly, and they're very, they're pretty vague as to how he met his demise. Yeah, I heard about that. Now, what I read was that he committed suicide because I guess some years back his son committed suicide, or supposedly, and that he struggled with that ever since and then got into alcohol and things like that. But they said that he didn't want to live anymore because his son, who uh, from the picture looked like he might have been early 20s, um, yeah. that he committed suicide. I, You know, you never know with this stuff because they'll suicide yeah. you and then put it out there that you did it yourself. Yeah, I, I was thinking that, um, you know, he could have been snuffed. He could have, mm -hmm. uh, you know, they could have done it. I just found it interesting. Like, it's not recent news, but um, I, I find it a little bit fascinating. It caught my attention that uh, he was so young and just, uh, I don't know, anything is possible. You know, you know uh, how they run their business. They they're very uh, underhanded, and they yeah. do it. Um, yeah, they do it on the sly. But uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. Thank you, Jerome. I'm glad you're hanging in there, and I'm glad you were able to see at least uh, lay your eyes on your girlfriend, so you know that she's physically okay. Yeah, we 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 talk at the um, just after after the service, so we, we talk like thirty minutes, forty minutes. Oh, and, you were able to talk to her today. Yeah, we 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 talked. Uh, we talked. Well, why didn't you this. tell us that? That's good news. Very good. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm I'm just taking it one step at a time, and I'm really hoping that this thing changes soon. Were the people standing there while you guys were talking? Were they trying to handle her? They um they were trying to uh were trying to uh you know deflect and but uh, I was just very sticky. I just I just stuck with her and just uh, oh, you know, yeah. They're really Did she tell you that she's okay? Did she tell you she's okay? Yeah, I asked her and she's well. We're surrounded by these people, so but she told me yeah she's okay. So okay, I have to take good. That word for it. So yeah, thank you. Very Did she much. tell you what landed her in the hospital? I didn't want to ask because um, oh. yeah, they were they were there. You know, okay. I, I don't know what kind of repercussions that would have, but uh, when I get a chance, I want to ask her and see if she can remember because she's got, uh, you know, like I said, some issues. So, well, I am so glad that you were able to talk to her. Very good. Yeah, th thank you very much. Yeah, okay, I'll put you on hold, Jerome. Thank you. Okie dokie. Okay, so that's good news, you guys, because Jerome was telling us last week that he wasn't able to talk to his girlfriend. He sees her at church, but the handlers around her keep them separated, for those of you who weren't here last week. Um, so he was able to see her because the last time he saw her, uh, she was going out of the church in a stretcher to the hospital. And when he was on his way there, the doctor called him and told him not to come. So he saw her at church this morning, and she 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 seems to be okay. So thank God, that's good news. Okay, uh, start two. If you'd like to speak, I 
Hang on one sec. Hello. Hello. Hello, hello. Five four oh. Hi, how are you? Hey, how are you, Paula? I'm good, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Trying to fight off something. Feels like I'm getting a little sore throat, but I'm okay. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I just want to say thank you for that opening. That was a very powerful opening. That scripture you read and that um, that saying, that powerful saying that you said um, right before you started. Oh, uh, remember Lot's wife? Yeah, about Lot's Lot's wife. How she looked black, looked back, and turned into a pillar of salt. Okay, I'm glad that blessed you. Good. Yeah, Yeah, it did bless me. Um, Also, I wanted to say um, I was working in healthcare before all this. Well, I was in healthcare when it started, um, mm-hmm. but I didn't know at the time until I came, you know, out of my position that they got me forced out of. Um, I was doing a referral. I was a referral coordinator. I had been at my my job for 10 years. Okay. Um, at, yeah, at that time. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to share that and just talk and about And where did you uh, think you would be? Are, are you where you thought you would be now? What What was your plans for your future at that time? I thought I would still been there. I thought I would still been there. That that okay. was a place I was planning on to retire um, okay. in healthcare. I, what I was doing, I liked it, what I was doing, you know, my job. Um, but, you know, you don't, everybody don't like their managers all the time, but you still liked it, what you was doing. But um, Right. It didn't work out that way. Um, so I don't really try to give these perpetrators all the credit in the devil. I try to know that God rearranges our lives for his purpose and his reason. Um, it's not all the time about um, these perpetrators because that's giving them too much credit, you know? Yeah. So um, God, uh, I tried to look for a job. As you know, you probably heard my video. You know, and I got a job through someone else, and I'm still there. It's part-time, but I'm still there right now. I do get workplace mobbed, mm-hmm. um, but I still go, you know. Um, I get out the house every single day. Um, I just not too long came in uh, today, but, you know, I have my followers. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we, we, we just have to just per- persevere. We have to keep persevering and, and be determined to move on with your life. God gave us this life not to give up. We supposed we got to be fighters and um, soldiers of the Lord. And, you know, as long as we got his word, that's our sword. His, the word of God is our sword. That's what we fight with. Um, mm-hmm. And we're not fighting against um, flesh and blood anyway, you know. Um, right. So I just believe um, we, we're in this. We're in this, and we're going to have to deal with it and live and go on with our lives as much as we can. Um, do not let them put fear in you. It's nothing but a spiritual battle. It's a spiritual battle. They want control. That's what all they have with this technology. They don't have no power. God has all the power. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say to Jerome, I just spoke to him last week when he was telling us about he couldn't speak to his girlfriend. 
And I just want to say praise God. Prayer worked. Prayer worked. That shows you prayer worked. And he mm-hmm. had to have been praying for her. He had to have been praying for her in order for him to have, you know, speak to her. Even though he had uh, people around him, he was able to speak to her and see her physically with his eyes. So God is good. God and is 30 good. minutes. He said he talked to her for 30 minutes. That's a long time. Oh, 30 that's minutes. Really, oh, wow. That's, that's really oh, good. That's, that's a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. That's a very, very long time for someone that he, he loves and he can't be with, you know, every day like he used to be. That's a mm-hmm. very, very long time. Now, you know, God is good. That, that, see, things like that shows us that God is at will. He is mm-hmm. at work, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. we just got to keep the faith and persevere. But, yeah, um, Renata, I I just shake my head on Jesse Smullett. I just shake my head on him. I mean, I was so – I was empathy when this first happened to him on January 29th, like the whole wide world was. Right. And then we came up with this shocker that he did this himself. Oh, yeah, that was that was too much. That was too much. But if you, if you watch the news all week like I did um, – and I've seen it on the internet also. Jesse Smullett, R. Kelly, and Robert Kraft. Mm-hmm. You know, these are things God is exposing. This is God exposing this. You see? Mm-hmm. See, that's why I, we praying about our perpetrators being exposed. They're going to be exposed, but it's not on our time. It's on God's time. That's true. You know, Robert, Robert Kraft, he did what he did financially and sexually. You know, he, he didn't know he was going to get caught, but he did. Um, Jesse Smollett did this underhanded, but didn't know he was going to get caught, but he did. Mm-hmm. R. Kelly, he, he, you know, that's a lifetime thing he's been doing, but he, he finally arrested. Finally, mm-hmm. See, things pays off. Even though you got all this money, all this money, even though the government got all this money and they doing what they doing to us, it will be exposed. It will be exposed. Look at Bill Cosby. He got so much money. He said, I, and I love Bill Cosby. Believe me, I loved all his shows. Um, mm-hmm. But he, whatever he did, it was God. It was God to make to be the judge. So God is the judge of these people that's harassing and torturing us. And, and you know what? The, the Bible tells us that there is nothing hidden that won't be revealed. And that's including exactly. the Exactly. And, and you know what? You made a good point because if we look at the history of Hollywood, all of this sexual deviance, all this stuff been going on for centuries. They've been raping these women and that casting couch is real and all of this stuff going on. Whoever, our parents, our grandparents, they never would have thought this stuff would have come out in the public. But it's coming exactly. out. It's coming exactly. out. It's exposed. And exactly. it's going to be the same with this program because it's hidden, but it's going to be revealed too. So we just need to hang in there. Yeah. Stay strong. Keep yes. trusting God. Uh, and I tell myself I want to learn every lesson along the way, and I want to pass every test before God's eyes along the way, and I want to do my work that I'm that I'm mm-hmm. called to do along mm-hmm. the way. And that's all we need to do. That's all we need right, to do. It's right. going to be revealed. I don't care how difficult it looks, impossible it looks. I believe mm-hmm. that. How much money's involved? How Don't many matter. people's involved? God is Don't vivid matter. in all of that. All, all of that. that. All the weapons and te- technology and devices they're using. God is still mm-hmm. bigger than all that. All of that don't even fear me. All the weapons and technology they've been using, they've been doing my body upside down, right side up. I, 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 I don't let that fear me because I know, I know who 
is in control of me. I know who is. So I, don't I had a conversation. I had a conversation with someone um, recently, and they were saying how the witchcraft is is really prevalent in in the world, you know, and in America, and how many so many people are doing it, and how if somebody casts these spells on you, that it works on you. I said it's not; it don't work over here. <laughs> Period. Exactly. It don't work over exactly. Here. And they were saying, oh, yes, exactly. you know, yes, it does. Yes, it does. I said, no, it don't work over here because for me, it's return to sender. Okay. Whoever trying to send it over here is coming right back to them. Exactly. I believe that That's we can't give these, these people more credit than we give God. I believe in God. Exactly. Period. That's what I said. That's what I said. That's what I said. And you know what? We cannot, but we cannot put all, all our stress on it when, when we was, unaware of these things happening, that was one thing. But when God woke you up out of that sleep and he mm -hmm. made you aware of these things, you're supposed to get up and fight. You're not supposed to sit there and keep taking it. You're supposed to fight. He made you mm -hmm. aware of it for a reason. Not, not mm -hmm. for you to just sit there and just take it. That's why we got the word of God to fight with. We get that Bible, get that scripture, and you quote it, and you quote it, and you pray, and you pray, and you pray. And that's why that's why we're supposed to put on the full armor of God that we may withstand every day. the enemy. This is why every day, every, every day, day the armor, the full armor of God, mm -hmm. the full armor. Yes, the full armor. But yeah, um, I, I don't let them. I don't let them um, uh, bother me. They, I pray, I pray, and I pray, and I pray, and I, I go on with my day. I go on with my day. I, I have no other choice. I'm not giving up. I'm not a, a quitter. And I'm a fighter. I'm not a quitter. I've never been a quitter. I've always been a fighter. And my mother will tell you, I've always been a stubborn person. So when I want something done, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to let these people keep me isolated, hindered, none of that. I, I go out every day, every day. Good for you. I said to myself yesterday, I said, so I'm supposed to, because they were doing all their drama that they do. And I said, okay, so I'm supposed to volunteer to stay in the house, volunteer to give uh -huh. up my life. Not going to happen. Uh -huh. Exactly. Not happen. Exactly. Why would you, why would you do that? But, but why would we, why would we suck up, let these people suck of us and be, um, guinea pigs and, 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 um, have their control over us? I'm not doing that. If my mm -hmm. mother don't tell me what to do, I'm 50 years old. She don't tell me. I ain't letting nobody else tell me. You know what I mean? My mother don't right. control me or tell me to stay in the house or get home or don't go there. No, 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 no. I'm not living like that. I'm not living like that. I'm not. So if they want to come along, they come on along. I I went to three Dollar Trees today. I went to two Walmart today. I ain't playing. I don't play with these people. Uh, we have to talk about the, the Dollar Tree. You know, that's my store. Did you find anything good? Oh, oh, girl, yes, honey. That's your, that's your store. Oh, no, girl. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> girl, yes, we're going to have to get on that on another time. I know you got I'm, other I'm, people. You know what? I'm going to call you later because uh, someone um, sent me a text this morning, and they want me to give you their telephone number. Okay. All right. So that'll no be problem. my excuse to call you to give you her number, and then we can talk about Dollar Tree. <laughs> okay, honey. All right. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. And if I forget to call you, call me because I want to give you the lady's phone number. Okay. No problem. All right. Thank you. No problem. Paula always has so much to add. <laughs> I love her. 
Okay, start two. If you would like to speak, if not, we're going to make it short today because I'm sitting here sweating for no reason. I can tell I'm coming down with something. My husband lost his voice and he's been sick all week. So hopefully I am not catching that. Uh, What else? What you guys want to talk about? If not, we're going to end the call. I got up this morning. I made a lasagna. I can't wait to eat it. I haven't made a lasagna in years. Too much work. Once I did it this morning, I said, oh, uh, I know why I haven't made lasagna in years. It's a lot of work. But I guess it'll be worth it because it looks real good. I went to the Dollar Tree yesterday, Paula. May have to go back today, depending on what you tell me you got. <laughs> I also went to the 99 cent only store. And boy, was I harassed at both of those stores. Oh, my goodness. I don't know if you guys get harassed by the employees. But I get the employees, the perps they send in, the security guards, the police, and everybody else. And it don't make no sense. But me, like the rest of you guys, I keep going. Because that's what we have to do. I don't give in to bullies, period. Not going to happen. Okay. Hello? I'm trying to unmute you. Lady Beetle? Hello? Hey, Patrice. Hi. Hi, this is Lady Beetle speaking. I'm Lady Beetle. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I don't have, I'm not online, so you can't see my chat handles. You know, you only see the number because I don't have online right now where I'm living. So um, you didn't get the you didn't get the long distance charge, did you? No, because I have this flat whatever unlimited talk and text only thing on my phone. Well, I do too, but we but a lot of us have that unlimited. But for some reason, we get this message where it says we have to pay a dollar a minute. And I talked to Talkshoe about it, and they said it's not them. So I don't know what's going on. But anyway, I'm glad you got through. Long time no talk to. How are you? I'm hanging in there. I just uh, had to come up for air over the holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, whatever, trying to get myself reset, you know? Yeah. I went I went through all that medical crises and that relapse with the homelessness stuff last year. It was really hard. 2018 was really hard. I'm glad to put it behind me. Oh, I'm sorry, but I'm glad you're, you're getting back on track. How's your daughter doing? Is she still in college? Uh, she is. She's gra- she's due to graduate. She actually did a five-year program, so mm-hmm. she didn't graduate last year. She's due to graduate in May, so she'll be coming up for air, so it's good. Very good. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. She was actually out your way last summer because she had an undergraduate research fellowship at Scripps. Uh-huh. Out out by you guys in California, which she really liked. She did the summer out in San Diego with you guys. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she was at Scripps Research. She won won an undergraduate research fellowship there. 
That's so good. What's her major? Uh, she's getting, yeah, she has a degree in, um, she's getting a degree, a bachelor's in science in biology with a concentration in marine, but she spent an extra year getting the uh, certifications to be a scientific diver. So she can actually go off the boats, the research vessels, and dive and do mm. some of their, their underwater um, experimentation stuff. What an interesting job. Good for her. Yeah, so she's now trying to figure out grad school and work. She's working part-time at a NOAA lab over here on the East Coast and still trying to finish up what she owes, the last few classes she owes to get her degree. So. Such a smart young lady, just like her mom. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, she works hard. You know, they work hard, Renata. They work hard. These kids, they have, these kids have a lot, you know, going against them. They have a lot to face with the whole scenario that's going on. Yeah. But she's doing well. Yeah, no, she's healthy. She's just doing the regular. What's next? You know, where's my adult life going? You know, and how's dear old mom? You know, she she acts like she doesn't worry about me, but I know that she does because it upsets her when. Because I was hospitalized in November because I had a really big flare with my rare image disorder because I got diagnosed with a rare image disorder last year. Because every time I kept going to the VA, VA, remember I had all that internal bleeding and all of the stuff I didn't know why my organs were swelling up and bleeding. They finally mm -hmm. diagnosed me correctly and got me to the immunotherapy clinic. I guess there's a lot of veterans that have this. Well, not a lot, but enough that they know what's going on because we get exposed to things. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, I, I know what you have after 18 tubes of blood. <laughs> I'm like, you do? He goes, yeah. I go, is this some sort of terminal illness? Because I have to make a big decision whether to continue <laughs> trying to open up my little tech shop or get my adult daughter down here to talk about, you know, <laughs> paperwork or whatever. You know, <laughs> I was kind of like in that position, you know, a year ago at this time around. So it was really, really hard. I went through a really hard time with it. And he's like, no, it's not a terminal illness. He goes, but it is life-threatening if it's left untreated. So, but I, mm. but I can treat you. Yeah, he said, but I know how to treat it. They sent me to this, like, he's the only specialist in the whole New England region that, like, does this out of, like, all the VAs and all of New England, Massachusetts, wow. Vermont, Connecticut. Yeah, he was, like, the only one. He's like, I, I, I know what you have. I've got other veterans that have this. And he goes, I can help you. He goes, but it's a slow process. He goes, about 50% of my vets are, have a recover in about mm, two to three years. 80% have it kicked in five years. He says, I haven't seen anybody take longer than eight. He goes, but I can get you there. <laughs> so that's why I moved closer to where he is, because I have to go to the immunotherapy clinic once a month for treatment. Because I'm on this, like, really brand-new treatment that was approved, you know, in Canada and the U.S., and I guess the VA formulates it. You know, they're allowed to formulate it on their own. And I was extremely nervous, Renata, extremely nervous Not about bad. agreeing to, to any of this because of everything that I've been through with medical, the VA, the targeting. I was like, oh, my God, you want to come at me with needles? Because the only way that you can get this treatment, the only way that it's delivered or approved for delivery is through a subcutaneous immunotherapy treatment in the uh, liquid form that's, that's, that's prepared within four hours of you receiving it. I'm like, you know, really? This, like, this made me so anxious. You have no idea, honestly. Not but, bad. 
Uh, yeah, right? So I was like, but I've been on it three months, and it seems to be helping. So I'm going with it. Because when I have these episodes where my veins swell up all over my body, my vascular system will swell, and then they, their veins get too um, inflamed, so they actually start to burst, and they'll bleed. They'll oh, leak. wow. Yeah, so I'll either get bruises, depending on where they leak, I'll either get bruises or my organs will bleed and I'll fill up with internal bleeding. Oh so it depends on what. Yeah, it's like those little hoses, like in your yard where it's flat, right? And so when yeah. you turn on the water, it swells up and then the, the little holes, the little pinholes that are in the hose leak and it becomes like a sprinkler. Yeah. So that's like what's happening with my blood vessels. My blood vessels will swell and then swell too much and then the blood and then blood cells will actually leak out of the little pinhole areas in my veins inside my body thank god you found someone who can treat that who knows what to do oh my god yeah he goes it's a rare immune disorder he goes from being exposed to something because i like yeah really okay so let's not go there because that's just gonna affect me like the whole Right, so I had to go and get like a new rating with my my VA. So they put me on this VA monthly disability check, and then reapproved me to go do voc rehab because I said I really wanted to start my own tech shop, right? And um, so I said, are you going to put me on some kind of medication that's going to make me unable to work around machinery or drive cars? Because that's like a non-starter. That's like really going to isolate me and make me feel like I can't, you know move forward in my life and rebuild and rehabilitate and stuff like that. And so he's like, no, he goes, no, I'm not going to restrict you medically. He goes, I, mm-hmm. as long as you're in the treatment program, I'm not going to restrict you. He goes, if anything, I think you should go do what makes you happy because that'll keep your nervous system calm. He goes, if you've like anxiety and you're getting worked up, this is like, you know, it exacerbates the condition. And he's like, so, yeah. So like with the internal bleeding, not, it was so extremely painful. I'm telling you, I, yeah, so what happened is, like, I was having episodes, and then sometimes it would swell in my brain, and I would get, like, double vision, sometimes I'd swell, and the kidney area is a very blood-rich area, so it doesn't really have a lot of room to swell, because if your kidneys swell, it's, like, extremely painful, so they were, like, looking for, like, kidney stones, or thing or tumors, they didn't understand why I was screaming in pain, until he diagnosed me, and then it all became clear. He's like, no, this is all part of the same systemic immunological disorder. He goes, we have to treat it from a whole system standpoint. He goes, you're having all these weird systems, but the doctors were chasing ghosts. He's like, I can help them. He goes, I can help them, um, you know, uh, make you comfortable and care for you and get you through this. So he's like, I know exactly what this is. It's rare. He goes, you can't blame them for missing it because regular doctors wouldn't necessarily come across something that's rare. So if you're complaining of back pain and they send you for a CAT scan to look at your kidneys, they're doing the right thing, right? They're not trying to harm you, right? Because in the past, we're not, like a couple years ago, if I was going through this, I would have been, everybody's a perp, right? <laughs> you, know? Yeah. You, know phase that we, you know the phase we went through in the early day, or the early years when we didn't know like what was going on and how right. upsetting it could be and you would be like so distrustful and especially like, all the things that Elvira went through medically, right? Like yeah. it, would be very, it would be very easy to, to push this off and say, oh my God, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna try to harm me, right? And mm-hmm. like be really fearful of that. But I, I just kind of had to give it over to God and say, well, is this really what you want me to do? Because, <laughs> you know, like I, I was like, really? This is not like, 
I was not exactly running towards this solution. I was <laughs> running away from the person with the needle, like running down the hall. They're like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, you can't put a needle in me. I was like all freaked out, you know. And of course, what are they, if, if I behave that way, what do they think? Psych, you know, psych case, mental health case, you know, I went through all that stuff too, you know. But I'm like, no, 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 you can't. <laughs> I'm like I can't I, I can't just tolerate injections like I don't want needles I don't want stuff put in me I don't want you know I was like it was real they had to like really really talk me into this and he's like okay that or it's going to accelerate on you and it's life-threatening the wrong part of your body bleeds he goes do I need to tell you which organs you know don't tolerate bleeding very well he goes, you know, mm -hmm. I can think of a few, you know. So I'm like, uh, okay, I'll, I'll yes, try. Yes, I'm serious. I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're getting the care you need. Yeah, it is serious. And you know what? Obviously, I'm getting. You know, Renata, I'm getting really, really good care at the VA. I know a lot of people think that the VA doesn't do the job, but there really are a lot of really good men and women who are not perpetrators, who are not in the, the regular medical system, that work in an insulated you know, areas of VA and who are either have family members that are veterans or have been in the system a long time and they just really like working with veterans and they care about us, right? So I, I just, it's a different, I think it's a different system than the regular civilian medical model, right? Where you guys go to the doctor. I've had like really different experiences and they've been really, really good to me and of course I never see a bill. So can you imagine if I had this bill? I know. I've been in, really? uh, yeah, can you imagine? There's no way. So I, I'm just, you know, I just try to do the praise God, you know, thank you for sending me to the right person and putting this, whatever this is, in my pathway and forcing me to move to be closer to where he is so I can be treated. And then, um, I got, but before I got on this new protocol, because I got put on this new protocol in November, but what prompted it is that I had an episode where I was, um, I had an internal bleeding and then the 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 um tissue in my leg swelled up so bad I had such a really bad swelling like an angioedema that comes secondary to it it pulled it swelled up so bad it pulled the muscle off my leg and my foot and my tendon so I couldn't walk it like ripped or strained my muscle so I had like a weird injury due to illness type of thing going on and I ended up hospitalized because of my foot and that's when he ended up putting me on this new protocol and um and I moved. So it's been like November, December, January were really hard, but I'm due I've been doing the treatment for the last three months and the swelling is way down, the pain is way down, I'm up and walking around. I returned to school in January. So I've been back at school for the last four or five weeks. Because, okay. um, you know, yeah, so I've been working on my mechanical engineering and advanced manufacturing technology degrees. I'm working on a, another degree so I can do current stuff in engineering and open up my own little tech shop because the VA approved me for self-employment. Oh, that's great. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. So this month, February, I just got done with the lawyer filing all my articles. Uh, with the Secretary of State, my business name, the Jiu-Jitsu Studios and Metalworks company, and I have, like, I'm going to be over the summer looking for little opportunities and partnerships. I have a couple of the, the mayor's office 
where I live is interested in helping veteran-owned businesses, small SDVOBs, women-owned businesses. So they're like really interested in me being a technical person and wanting to open up a little tech shop because they want that kind of small business. So there's a lot of really positive momentum, a lot of like really a hundred reasons for me to feel a sense of optimism mm -hmm. because I think like with the targeting and everything, all these memes that have been going on and all the craziness in the world, it's almost as if, it's almost as if like the social fabric is hijacked, you know, has used weaponized pessimism as a reason to make people despair. Well, why bother? Nothing will ever change. Or why open my business? They're just going to perpetrate on me. Well, why do this? You know, like it's like the targeting we went through that is targets where why should I get up and go out because they're just going to perpetrate me, right? And then they make you stay right. at home and you don't do anything. You know that phase, right? We've all been through those phases where we isolate. That, that, is, that is learned, learned helplessness. That's where they want all right. of us to be, where we won't even try. But you know, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm always so tempted to say your name, so I have to catch myself. Lady Beetle. You can say that. You can say it's Patrice. I say it on the phone, but you're a very uh, good, excellent example for TIs because so many people think when they have us down that we're out. But you you have really um, shown different over the years because I, I remember, you know, I've been knowing you for a long time. And, oh yeah, uh, when I was oh yeah, you got you yeah, got and you I mean like she has really oh my god she has really pulled herself up, you guys, with the help of God, of course. Um, but we have to do our part. And and she's a very good example of that because she has gone through so much. And I don't want to tell your story because it's your story to tell, but you, <laughs> you, <laughs> right. you, you can they can go back and listen to the early archives from right. whatever from eight years ago they could listen to your archives <laughs> oh my god i mean you were really homeless you know homeless and uh living out of my car living, living in the mountains yeah. oh my god it was awful see and this is a good story for people to hear that there is hope and that we can do it we can um uh allow god to to get us where we need to be in life and never give up and i'm sure there were plenty of moments where you wanted to give up but oh you my god you not i went through the dark i went through the dark honestly i you know the pessimism when it gets on you and it gets on all of us but you cannot absorb the pessimism because that's like a weapon that's just another matter if you just get pessimistic like that then you don't find ways out of your entanglement you always have to find this, even the smallest thing, reason to have optimism. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking about false hope, because like a false hope kills like, oh, you have to have hope, you have to have hope. No, just like an empty hope that doesn't, that's not tangible is, is, is not the same as faith in God or faith in higher power. What I'm talking about is everyday tactical reason for optimism as an antidote to the pessimism that society wants you to have. Fault, nothing is going to change. The, the country's falling apart. There are no jobs. If I go out as a, as a target, I'm just going to be perked. Why should I start my business? They're going to take it away from me. Anything I do, they're going to, you know, they're going to kill my cat. They're going to uh, interfere with me, you know, anytime I go for coffee with my daughter. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. I'll never find, you know, you can, there's a thousand reasons that you can make a list of pessimism. But the only antidote to that is to make a small list of 10, even one reason to have optimism to get through the day or the week or the month. Mm -hmm. One. And then it grows to two, and then it goes to three, and you could rebuild that list. 
And your list of reasons for optimism has to become your antidote to the pessimism that society wants to shove down your throat every day, or the targeting wants to shove down your throat. So like you were just talking about you don't like the bullying and the police. Believe me, even with this episode, and I, had, uh, I went through a couple of episodes where I was lost and confused because I was having eternal bleeding, and I was on the street, and I missed my train, and I got very upset, and I was really feeling very sick, and I had sat down. It was a hot summer day. It was this past summer. And I said, I need to get to the VA do care, the thing, but I missed my train. And they had sent police, a female police officer after doing, you know, I'm like you, Renata. I don't, I've had enough share of wrongful police episodes, right? So I don't, I'm not exactly all that receptive to our men and women in blue, right? So I was like, no, it's okay. Don't send the police. She's like, okay, you have to at some point trust, blah, blah. We're not doing anything to harm you. We're just going to send a wellness check and they can give you a ride since you have no way to get over there, right? Because I was limping and everything and I missed the train and all this stuff had happened and I was really too sick to walk and I didn't want a big episode. And I was like in front of a store, a retail store, right? Like mm-hmm. a Staples or something. And so the cop, of course, pulls up, but what, what does she do, right? She's looking for me. They have my text phone. The nurse from the VA is on the phone. Please, I sent a friend of mine that's a cop to come get you, blah, blah, right? So, mm-hmm. of course, Renata, I have that fear of going with cops. You go in the back uh, seat, they lock the doors, and now you're in the car, right? Mm-hmm. But you, you know where the paranoia goes, right, as a TI, right? So it's, it's not an easy space to be in, right, to trust them. And uh, so, of course, I start crying, and she goes, okay, are you, but geez, I'm here to take you. So what does she do? She, they go, and they do a weapon check on me. They totally humiliated me on the sidewalk in front of the store, wow. going through my backpack. I had to do the arms out. They did a whole, why? Because I'm a veteran. Oh, my God. And, and you were sick? You were sick? And I was and then, sick, and the whole and the call was a wellness call from a nurse at the VA to go get me and bring me specifically as a as a a a, a community policing assistive action. And instead of getting me in the car and taking me to the VA, which is the which is what they were dispatched to do, they're doing a weapons check in, on me on the sidewalk in front of the store. And I had got to this store because I knew there was a restroom inside. Right, I wanted to be close to a restroom. And it was a really burning hot summer day, and I was just feeling overcome with because I was swelling. My I was having a um, what they call a flare when my veins all swell up. So sometimes when it swells in my brain area, it'll cause me to uh, have a neuropsych reaction. I start crying. I'm double vision. I'm in a lot of pain. I get disoriented. So um, I was in one of those episodes. So they made it even worse on me because they did a whole weapons check. And I was so humiliated, Renata, honest to God, in front of the store, because everybody inside the store now is gawking outside. What did that woman do? Oh, what did she do? Shoplift? She must have been shoplifting. She must have stole something. She was in here wandering around. I saw her talking on the phone, right? You know, so like, and this is a store that I go in a lot as a business owner because I'm starting my shop and I was doing all my print and everything. I go in that store a lot because I feel like it's a store I know. I know where the rest of them is. You know, I could sit down and wait for them to come and um, for my ride to show up, right, and be out of the hot. No, they put me through this whole humiliation. It was awful. I was, like, sobbing. I was crying so hard. By the time I got to the VA, I was, like, so humiliated. 
I'm like, she goes, where are you going? I'm like, listen, I'm not a threat. I don't carry weapons. I need, this is a wellness ride, right? Like, honestly, and then because she was doing that to me and she put me in the car and then locked all the doors, I got even more fearful because yeah. now I, I would see, right? Because my head goes, oh, my God, what if she's taking me to the police station instead of the VA? What if they're, ta- right? What if they're going to do an Elvira on me? This is where my head right. went, you know? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I was, like, starting to freak out, uh, Renata. That was, like, six months ago. I was, like, not happy with that whole episode. I'm so sorry. So that- by- I'm going to put you yeah. on two other people that's been waiting very patiently to speak. Um, so if you don't mind, I'm going to put you on. Yeah, hold. but I think people need to, yeah, let people have these stories because I'm like, you know, I can, you can still push past all that stuff. You can still go through these things and, and come up with a way to reason to be optimistic, right? So even past all that, I got optimistic because I did end up going to the nurse. They did get me to the right specialist. I am being treated and things are a lot better, right? Very good. Glad to hear it. Okay. Thank you for sharing that, Patrice. Um, ho- hold on a second, okay? Let me um, unmute these other two people. Okay. Okay. Thank you. She calls for help. She's sick. They send the police to um, get her to the hospital, and look what they do. That's that's sad. Okay. Thanks for waiting patiently. Hello. Hi, Renata. This is Melissa in Virginia. How are you? Good, Melissa. How are you? I'm okay. Thanks for waiting. But, um, oh, no problem. I tried to get unmuted before you tried to unmute me, I think, but it didn't work. But, um, oh, sorry. I mean, it's no problem. But um, I just wanted to let you know, I had my first week at my new job. Oh, yeah. How'd it go, Melissa? Well, I mean, Monday through Thursday, it was good. It was almost little to no targeting. And then Friday, oh, uh, they released all the full arsenal. So, so they gave you four, they gave you a four-day rest while they, <laughs> while they assembled <laughs> themselves. I know how that I, goes. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yep. So, so that's back on and popping at the job. So I don't care, but I got the job down. So, oh, well. So is it, but, is um, it targeting uh-huh. similar to what you went through at your other jobs or what? Oh, yeah, it's, it's exactly the same. They keep doing the same stuff over and over with me, the same thing over and over. They have yeah. somebody, like, keeping watch so if I leave my desk, it's like they'll alert the, the rest of the, the crew, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. So when I was leaving on Friday, I got all the way to the front door, and I realized I forgot my umbrella because it was raining, so I went back upstairs. And the girl that sits next to me, she likes to jump out of her seat. She's like, oh, you're back already? She's like, calm mm-hmm. down, you know. She's like, I'm still leaving. But, yeah, it's the same thing over and over again. They always have somebody watching me. To, um, I guess they're just telling everybody when I'm leaving so they'll know when to go to the bathroom, follow me in the bathroom. Yeah, I, so get, I get that, that same so just know, Just know that when you are going through that, I'm, I'm getting the same stuff. We're sisters in targeting. I get the exact same. <laughs> they have them watching me and waiting in the bathroom and hiding out. And, oh, it's, it's ridiculous. 
So yeah, it's the yeah. same same type of targeting with all of us. It's weird. But do you like the work, Do you like the work? Um, I haven't actually started working yet because they have me in orientation, but I've done this kind of work before at other companies, and I really liked it. Okay. So I, I think I'm gonna like it. Yeah. Good. Very good. And before this, I was in banking, and I really loved that job. I had planned one. I thought I was gonna like retire with that company. I was doing um, fraud claims, like debit card fraud. And I thought at, by this time I would have like been a full investigator for the bank, and you know I would have had a, a private detective certification. I was gonna get that on the side. I'm still oh. working on a private detective thing. I'm taking online classes, but I mean, I thought I was going to have like a full career as an investigator. Mm-hmm. But but I was just curious too, as far as um, being a private investigator, I should be finished with the course, the online course in a couple of months. But do you know of any TIs that have gone through that who've become private investigators and that they've been able to find out anything about their targeting or what's going on or, or how how things are happening with them? I don't know anyone who has become a target investigator themselves. There are TIs who have used private investigators, but I don't think they got very much information. Yeah, that's what I keep hearing. People have hired private investigators, but they don't seem to get a lot of information so I thought once I, if I can become a private investigator, um, one thing I wanted to try to do is see if I could get some information about that InfraGuard. Some people say it's yeah. a, like law enforcement or some kind of um, career that you can sign up for them. And I'm, I'm just curious if they would let me do that if I actually did become a private investigator. Because I'm just curious about these people who are doing this. I just want more information. Well, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe um, the Lord will use you to help the the TI community once you become an investigator. I would love that. That's what mm-hmm. I really would like to do. Yeah. But, you know, because with private investigators, they get some of the same access to the same resources as the police department. Like they can run license plates and you know look people up that way. You know, they can get pictures of people, and there's a database where you can, like, match um, people's faces to their records. So I would really like to get involved in that. I would love to try to help TIs with that if I could. That would be great. Anybody. I mean, if I can do it. (laughs) That's the thing. But... Yeah, that's all. I just wanted to say hi. Hi, Melissa, and we are so glad that you started work. <laughs> Have you seen your, did you say your cousin works there? Have you run into her since you've been there? Yeah, one of my cousins and her mom works there. I did meet up with her real quick. Um, we're on different schedules, so we couldn't really spend a lot of time together. But, yeah, I did see her. Oh, okay. All right. Now, are you still working two jobs, or are you just doing the one now since you got a better job? 
No, I'm still going to keep my clean job. That just seems like it's, it's easy money. So it's like, why quit? So, but are you yeah, working at night? Uh-huh. You, you still working at night? No, that was my security guard job. That was a full-time job. So that's the one I had to give up. Okay. So I don't work at night anymore. Well, that's good. That's better, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm back to Monday through Friday working during the day, so I, I really wanted that schedule change. Very good. Melissa makes beautiful dolls, you guys. She crochets mm. them. Do you still do that? Yeah, I'm still doing that. Um, I'm trying to get a website together. Maybe I could try to sell some of my things online. It's, it's a long time coming, but I'm still working on it. Yeah, she makes really, really, really nice um, crocheted dolls, you guys, just about any kind of character you want. Uh, she made one for my daughter's graduation when she graduated from high school, and it's a veterinarian. And wouldn't you know she changed her feel? <laughs> she changed her feel. Oh, but that's oh, okay. She, she still wants to be a doctor, so the doll still fits. <laughs> okay. Oh. Yeah, but but it was going to be veterinarian at first, but now uh, she wants to be a medical doctor. So, yeah, but the dolls are beautiful. Yeah, the dolls are beautiful, you guys. So if you ever want to give a nice gift or you want one for yourself, uh, let me know and I'll get you in touch with Melissa. Absolutely. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Anything else? No, that's all. Okay. Well, hang in there at work and just know that your friend on the other side of the world, <laughs> the other side of the U.S., <laughs> is going through the same, same thing. thing. My targeting twin. Targeting twin, because I go through it too. So. <laughs> You'll be fine. Enjoy your new job. Ma'am. All right. I'm going to put you on hold. Hello. Hi. Hi. Yeah, it was me. I, you wanted me to hold on about the RV. Oh, Gail. Yeah, sorry about that. Sorry you had you on hold for That's so okay. long. So, um, I, uh, for one, I uh, always wanted to get like the uh, Winnebago. I used to always say that I was going to get Winnebago when I got older and drive around and see the world. Um, I don't know if I'll still do that, but I do hear uh, a lot of TIs say that, you know, they, they, they may be interested in getting some sort of mobile home to live in. And there are uh, several amount of TIs that already do that. But I just wanted to know if you could share, like, I, I always wonder about the safety and, uh, you know, I, I would imagine that it's probably a little safer to to rent one of the I don't even know what you call it, but one of the stalls in the in the mobile communities. Although I met a lady who used to come to this call and she was targeted so bad when she was uh, staying in, in one of those mobile communities. So what is the mm -hmm. safety like? How do you know where to where you can park your your uh, mobile home and just what is what is it like? And what was your reason for, for uh, choosing to do that? Well, my reasoning was because you keep paying all this money for motels and things, and 
they're still sending the radio frequency through the electrical to torture you for corrupt cops, you know, uh-huh. who give the orders. And so uh-huh. I'm like, well, I really need to um, do something better um, than to pay my money to people who's going around and torture me and, and, and then get benefited by it. Benefited by it. So um, I got an RV, um, but my targeting still continues. They still try to break in. You know, every time you, they break in when you're sleeping, they break in when you're not there. Um, And I discovered they had been breaking into my RV when I was in here. Um, So I installed an alarm um, and I anchored the doors from inside to make sure they can't come in. They're all being applied. They're always applying the radio frequency technology to the outside of my RV, under my RV, on top of my RV, and I move, and I re, and I'm re- constantly removing it. The thing is, is that they continue to do this to TIs with a team. It's not just one or two people they use. It's a team of folks that go into your house and go into your dwelling and do all of this stuff, put all this stuff inside. They put the technology inside and then yeah. give your neighbors the equipment to bombard you through your windows and your doors and, and all that kind of stuff. So do you so live in a, in a mobile community? Do you live in a community? No, or you... no, okay. no, because they do infiltrate the um, RV parks. Um, okay. And they do lie on you to the people in the RV parks and, and do pay them to take these radio frequency interrogators and, and just uh, say radio frequency transmission equipment to target you with the frequencies and, and that's to torture you. But, and people do it because one, they get money, but secondly, it's because you have been demonized by officials. Mm-hmm. as being a horrible person. So, um, no, I don't. And then at night, the RV parks were turning out to be quite dangerous for me because staff leaves and then there's nobody there supervising anything going on. Oh. The good thing about the RV parks is that you're hooked up to the electrical and you can put your, your sewer stuff in. But my RV is fully contained, so I can... I don't have to have plug-ins. Um, I don't have to plug into the electrical, and I don't have to plug into the the dump. The, the I mean the sewer. But what I do have to do is every so often, um, the battery keeps the electricity charged. Mm-hmm. I have a generator that would turn on other appliances. Um, I have propane that runs things like I use all the time, like the heater and stuff like that. Um, it's better being a, it's better to be in an RV, in my opinion, as a TI. Because and a lot of people feel that way. I've heard that before. Yeah. Well, it's just you know, a RV, um, a moving target is a lot harder to kill than one sitting still. So, so, so you, um, it so sounds like your RV is up and running. And in, in good shape, which is good because some people's is not. Now, let me ask you a question. Um, number one, how do you know where you can park? That's number one. But then number two is about how much does it cost to get a decent, I mean, if you know the answers to these questions, to get a decent mobile home or RV. 
And what's the difference between a mobile home and an RV? I, I don't know the difference. Um, a mobile home is those that are pretty kind of stationary. Oh. Um, that just, uh, and that, that have, you know, like a double wide or whatever, but they're, they're hooked up and everything. It takes a, a big old truck and everything to move them. That's oh. a mobile home. A motor okay. home is an RV. Mm-hmm. And a motor home, you just turn on the key and drive. Okay, that's but better. But you, you, you know, you have you take your kitchen with you, you take your bathroom with you, you take your bed with you. That's an RV. Okay. And um, about how much would it cost for someone? If anybody listening is is interested, about how much would it cost to get a decent one? And where where would be the best on, place to get it from? It, it depends on what they want, how long they want, kind of floor plan they want. But what you look for, even if it's an older one, you want to see the mileage. Like when you're buying a car, low mileage means low usage of of the RV. Mm-hmm. Like mine's a 2004, but when I bought it, it had only 27,000 miles on it. Mm-hmm. And that's extremely low. Yeah. So it was a good buy. It was a good buy. They're, but as a TI, they're constantly vandalizing my RV, so I'm constantly keeping it um, repaired. I do have RV. I'm a full-timer in my RV. Geico carries the insurance for full-timers. Not all insurance companies do, because it's like a homeowner insurance policy on an RV. Mm-hmm. So not all insurance, Geico does, Geico, Geico and uh, some other thing that uh, good SAMs carry for RV owners. And you need that. You, you really do need to have that insurance, not just to drive it, but for everything else um, as a TI. The vandalism is really them trying to put the particle stuff everywhere. And mm-hmm. so... They'll remove paints where they can put it directly on the metal because it makes the frequency stronger and all of that other stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, so thank God for the insurance because it's helped me along the way with their vandalism. And um, and plus, you know, when when you know the, they have incorporated the homeless. Not not all the homeless are homeless, but they have their people sitting in the homeless camps. They have incorporated bikers, um, backpackers, skaters, and all this other stuff against targeted individuals. Yeah. So I park. I, I at night I park wherever I feel like I can angle in in my RV where I'm the safest, where I, I where I am the safest because. As soon as you enter an RV park, they send out the WhatsApp message to anybody who has signed up and become a part of community policing. And then your targeting will start. You'll start feeling the little, I call them zaps, zaps all over your body. Mm-hmm. You know, but I, I know from living in Ecuador that I have been demonized by my job and by um, the CIA because they told me. Someone put in the someone put in the someone put in the chat room that Brian too is stuck in Ecuador right now. I forgot what they said. No, he's not stuck. He's not stuck. He just went back there. I, I I've talked to Brian too, and basically, oh, okay. um, I've tried to 
you know, if I was still down there, I'd be all up on his attorney. But um, I've I've tried to I gotta send it again. You have to send it like several times. Emails because he there's it appears that they're gonna take his case and file a a class action lawsuit against the U.S. Oh. And he has been trying to get that done for quite a while. And um, I was in Ecuador when he came down there, but he was only there for two weeks because he was kicked in the back. And he came back to America for treatment, and they stole his passport for the third time, so he couldn't um, go back to Ecuador. I talked to him just before he was he got another passport and went back down. I told I told him Ecuador ain't gonna do nothing for you because I have a court case down there against this stuff, um, and I have all the same rights as an Ecuadorian because of my uh, permanent resident status. Mm-hmm. So, so the uh, the court case with the CIA money buying up everybody down there, um, it's, they're just sitting on it. They're just they can't close it because if they close it then I can just reopen it and get a brand-new prosecutor, brand-new everything. So with the corruption with the CIA, they just are waiting for certified letters from different people, including my dead parents. So, you know, it's just just a delay tactic that nothing – it doesn't move, it doesn't do anything. Mm -hmm. But since Brian, too, has put out the contact, I went back and tried to send my information in because – his YouTube said, you know, you got to have proof. Well, I got solid proof because out of that report, um, the reason my court case got started down there was because a, a commander in the police wanted to do an investigation because they wanted to prove who was telling the truth, me or the CIA. And after three months, they determined that I'm telling the truth. They wrote that in the report and suggested and recommended that I be put in protective custody. The CIA bought that closed also. Oh, wow. And um, so, anyway. um, Someone in the the chat room. Someone in the chat room. uh, Tia. Hi, Tia. How are you doing today? Um, Tia in the chat room is asking, how much does the insurance cost? For the uh, type of RV. For the RV. Okay. Uh, Can you give us a roundabout figure? You don't have to tell us how much yours costs, but can you give us a roundabout figure? Uh, that's just just that's just too hard. Because if it's older, it's going to be cheaper. Okay. You know. So. But is is it is it, is it paid is it paid by month? Is it uh, is it paid by month the insurance? Well, I paid I paid for the six months because I didn't want to try to remember to to pay every month. Um, okay. So I, I paid for the six months with Geico. Okay. So and Geico, Geico has been really good. Geico has been really good. I would recommend them because they have been paying me right and left for the stuff happening to me. You know, without bickering and arguing and 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 trying to you know just take money and not pay out. So you mentioned um, you mentioned uh, two different ways, and I'm trying to see what you said. You said that like it, there's a way where everything is included inside, like your heat and your, I guess, plumbing or whatever. What is that called? Self-contained. Self-contained. Okay, so you guys. Right. Are- so, 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 so Go ahead. So that just means 
That just means that you have tanks on your RV that if you aren't hooked up to where you to a sewer or to electrical, you can still maintain your RV. The tanks where you would for waste are under your RV. And so every once in a while you gotta go to an RV spot and and hook up to a dump and, and then that cleans that out. Because you know it gets full so you have to empty it. And then you have to replenish your fresh water, um, which is for your sink, your kitchen sink, your bathroom sink, and for the water that goes down into the toilet. So, um, um, you know, you have to keep those levels up, but you got a guide in your RV that tells you when it's low, when it, you know, when you need to go to the dump or whatever. It's a lot easier if you could just park somewhere, but as a TI, and I, since I know the technology, I know it's my neighbors that's torturing me. Um, mm-hmm. I have to maintain my walk and everything, and it's very hard to do when you're looking at the person that is torturing you. Yeah. And um, so I, you know, I keep moving. I keep moving, but, I, you know, I have all kind of issues with, you know, my former employer. I'm retired from the Sheriff's Department on service-connected disability because of my targeting that they were doing to me on the job. Uh-huh. And so, though um, so they tried their best to destroy me on every level conceivable, um, that's where God raised up the standard against them, the financial. Right. So I got my retirement, my service connected, and it's, you know, non-taxable, so that helps a lot. That is they really good. They IRS on me. They stick the IRS on me when I, after I had left and gone to Ecuador, and I came back this past July with these IRS notices saying you owe us $25,000, and Franchise Tax Board had taken money out of my bank account twice, um, um, one in 2014 and one in 2016, I think, for those tax years. Anyway, um, I've been fighting that ever since. IRS finally admitted to the, to to their incorrect calculation. My income was non-taxable. Every document they got from the county, um, from my bank, it sh- none of none of it, none of it is is taxable. It says zero taxable dollars, and they did all of that in spite of that, and said I I didn't declare income. There was nothing to declare, so I knew it was a witch hunt. Right. So I got back. I got back one of the amounts that I uh, franchise took. Now the second amount they come out with a grace period is, has passed. So I'm like, oh no, I don't care about your grace period because you had documentation that said that said I had zero taxable income. So your grace period doesn't even apply. So I'm waiting to hear back from that. Then I want to get up out of California because the heat on me here is is ridiculous because I know the name of my perks. And when um, when I was in Ecuador, you know, the wicked, they got promoted. Um, so they got more power. They got a lot of power now. The positions that they're in. It's been very, very powerful. Very powerful. So it's only God's grace. That um, you know, like last night, I have to admit, oh, I had to pray. I I told the Lord, I said, Lord, now what do I do? Because I was 
I, my back was up against the wall. I couldn't go forward, couldn't go back. Just, um, I had talked to another TI. Um, she asked me about how my targeting got started. And, you know, I, hey, I didn't ask them to eavesdrop on, on my call. But the technology allows them to do that when they're shooting frequencies into the, your house or everything. It opens up a two-way channel. If they make noise, you're going to hear them. But they're yeah. sitting there listening to everything you say and do. Mm-hmm. The second time, Sack PD didn't pass me. But anyway, um, it's, uh, they're doing that for the Sheriff's Department. They just started that yesterday. They just started messing with me for the Sheriff's Department. Yeah, you guys um, have the sheriff's. Yeah, there's a so, lot yeah, of purpose and, in SAC. Oh my gosh, there's a lot of purpose in SAC, and then you guys are at the state uh, in the state capital city. So yeah, but it yeah. got kind of hairy last night. They they came down on me, but I was in the truck stop where, and in this truck stop, it's not just your average truck stop. It has the restaurant. They even have a pet wash where you can wash your, your pets, um, mm-hmm. RV parking, the propane, the dump, the gas, a store, um, a RV wash, truck wash. Um, and, I mean, they got everything. And so people always are out there, always. Mm-hmm. And I decided to go out there last night because I could tell something was brewing. Because all of a sudden, FACPD started acting really weird. Normally, they just ignore me. They see me. They know what's going on, but they never borrowed this thing. But last night, I had a Slack PD come into Costco parking lot where I was sitting for about an hour um, just watching a movie. He came in, parked in front of me, got up and walked up on the, the railroad tracks where it was dark, and all of a sudden, I'm getting hit from frequencies coming from where he's at. Oh. So I tried to, re- I tried to record him. Um, his his car and his but I didn't have any room on my iPad, so I, I missed it. And then when I went left from there and I went to the Texaco gas station, I realized he was able to hit me so good with the frequencies because the stuff was on my windows and the rubber around, around my windows. So I go to the Texaco station to clean it off. And um, while I'm there, I see a fat PD. It, uh, it was at an intersection, and he he was going up and down the street all four directions. So I'm like, are they, is this the same cop or is this, you know, are they starting this stuff? And so I said, let me get my camera out and get to going for when I pull out this parking lot, anything come down, it's going to be recorded. Mm-hmm. And um, so I got out on the street, but I went to the 7-Eleven across the street and they were surprised mm-hmm. to see me. They were sitting in there, lying in wait, three of them. Um, wow! You should have saw the look on their face. It was priceless. They were just—they were ready to hop in their cars when they saw me go past the 7-Eleven and coming behind me. But me turning into the parking lot took them off. Took them off. You know they weren't—they weren't expecting that. So they just mm-hmm. looked at me, go look up and down at my RV, and then uh, go get in their cars and leave. So that's when I said, you know, maybe I need to go somewhere where not so solitary, because normally I park behind anything I can where I feel it's, it's safe, you know, um, a building, a restaurant, or whatever. And that's what more and more people are, I see doing. You can, in the city, you can park on the street for, for 72 hours and not be bothered mm-hmm. by the city cop. Anyway. Um, but as a TI, I wouldn't advise that because there's, no, there's nothing, no, 
you have no cover from the back, from the sides, or anything. They're going to come at you from all directions. Yeah. So, you know, you, you need to kind of like cover yourself. And and so I got out there to the 49ers, and I'm starting to get zapped from the truck, truckers. So I started explaining to them the real truth of what's going on. And how, because the, the they they lie, I don't have one crime in my background, but yet they, they in WhatsApp, they have made, they have painted me to be a criminal pedophile. And, and, can, and were, let me, were you able to see that in WhatsApp? You were able to see what they said about you? No, the person told me um, that they uh, were going around calling me, saying I was a criminal pedophile. They oh, also wow. told me that they said that I was tried and convicted. I said, when? Where? What jail have I been in? Well, that's good that you were able to get someone to, to give you that information. That's really good. Girl, there was, a, there was another lady that told me I have a Facebook page. I have never in my life had a Facebook page. So I, and when you put in my name, nothing comes up. But that has let me know over time it's because it's in the deep, dark web. But people don't pay attention to the address of the URL they give them. It's that so they don't even know what's going into the deep, dark web. You know, they think it's still just plain, plain internet, but it's not. And believe you me, I have tried to find this information. Yeah. And 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 I was told also that they have some FISA court documents. I said FISA. FISA is a kangaroo court because any agent agent in us like CIA can walk into FISA, make these videos like they did on Osama bin Laden with Photoshop technology. And make up the documents and say, tell the FISA judge, here, the accused never gets to get noticed, never knows that there's a trial, never knows they've been accused, never gets an appointment to talk to a judge, there's no jury, there's no attorneys. And so um, even a former judge says it's a kangaroo court because only the people <coughs> accusing you are in the in are presenting the situation. And that's why they're investigating FISA. You talked about stuff in the news. It's good that the FISA stuff is going on. They need to be exposed because that's where our targeting is at. That's, you know, where they can show these fake legal documents to other countries. And Napolitano went out to every country that has a U.S. embassy and has made partnerships with them. And I can tell you, if you connect the dots, that's to roll you up in case you flee to these other countries because they're giving them permission to arrest you at America's request, arrest you, detain you, take your DNA. Wow. So anyway, I, I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole, but um, um, I, I do know God's in control and he's on the throne. If he wasn't, I'd be dead by now because they tried to electrocute me in Ecuador with my own electricity. Man, <laughs> they, wow. they, they put the, the uh, microwave transformers inside my electrical. And when I, because um, I just went to the store for about an hour, they were in and done all of that. <laughs> put the particle stuff up on the scene. And you could tell it because it, it shined. And the normal paint was, was, was um, dull. So you can literally see it when you walk in, the reflection of it all up by the light. And uh, so I'm like, oh, they've been in this house. So I wasn't going to deal with it, but it was the next day. It was Saturday. And as I came from the laundry room, I could feel it. 
Everything was electrified. Even the air was electrified that I was breathing. The walls, the cloth, everything. And I knew from over the years they had been in my electrical. So I went upstairs, and as soon as I moved the metal panel from off of the little circuit breakers, there they were. I stopped, went and got my camera and filmed it. And then I went outside to the main breaker, turned it off, came back in, turned off the circuit breakers and removed them and filmed that too. And it's a part of my court case down there. Yeah, I was going to say that's good that you're uh, documenting and filming. Okay, I'm going to put you on hold. One other person would like to speak, and then we're going to end the call. You have my number, so feel free to call me. And if I'm at work or something, I will call you back. Okay. Thank okay. you. Thank you. And thank you so much for giving us that information about the uh, the RV and, and, what it's, and what it's like. Yeah, Craigslist. Yeah, if you just look on Craigslist. Okay. Oh, you mean to purchase one if somebody wants to buy one? Yeah, they have a lot of them on Craigslist. Oh, okay. Thank you. All right. So um, you guys heard that. And, and um, I think for people who um struggle with housing i mean apartments are so expensive um and a lot of uh ti's really don't have good experiences living in apartment buildings some people get along just fine but others deal with a, uh, a lot of harassment and uh the directed energy of course which you could deal with that in the house too um noise campaigns seem to be worse in apartments than they are in freestanding units so you know it just may be an option for some people so i'm always interested in talking to people who do the rv living there are several targets who uh, actually prefer it i've talked to several of them one lady she she rents uh the land from another ti who has a lot of land and i forget which state this was in uh lady i talked to a couple of years ago uh, there's a, a TI who has a pretty large amount of land and his house is in the front and he allows her to uh, have her RV in the back of his house and she pays him a little bit a month and, and she loves it. She loves it. So it may be an option for some. Maybe you can uh, save your money and, um, and, 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 and get you an RV or something. And Gail was saying that uh, check Craigslist. But always take someone with you because Craigslist can be kind of scary. We've heard some bad stories on the news about some Craigslist experiences. So always take someone with you. Um, but then that's another way where you don't have to pay monthly rent either. So might be an option for some. All right. This will be our last caller. Hello. Renata. Renata, can you uh, hear me? Yeah, Kim. Yeah, this is Kim. I Hi. was wondering, is, is there a way that I can speak to Gail, um, like if she could call me or if I could give her a call? Uh, there's a oh, I don't have Gail's number. It. Do you want to give her your number or do you want to send me an email uh, and I can give it to her or how do you want to do oh, it? They, they, they fried on my computers. Uh, I oh, have that's no way to send an email. Are you comfortable yeah, giving her your telephone number right now? Sure. Okay, Gail. Uh, um, Kim is giving her name is Kim, and she's giving you her telephone number. She would like for you to call her. Go ahead, Kim. Can Gail hear me? She's still on the line. 
Uh, yeah, she can hear you. Uh, wait, let me wait, okay. wait, wait. Let me let me unmute her. Hold on. Okay, Gail, are you unmuted? Okay. Yeah, I'm unmuted. I just need to get the ink pen to write it down. I also have um, Renata's number. I can text my number to Renata. That that number that you gave up, Renata, can text, text it to you. Yeah, you can. You can, except it's, 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 I do not have the cell phone number. She has mine. She's going to call me. That way, that's fine. I don't have her number. Okay, I'll, I'll text you right now. Okay. 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 So, so she's going to text you her phone number, and then when I call you, you can send it to me? Yes, yes, we'll do it like that. Yeah, I okay. just texted my number. Is it okay to call you after this call? Or? Uh, yeah, yeah. Give, give uh, uh, for, if you were speaking about me, um, Gail, give me about an hour after the call. Okay. I, I just need okay. to do it. Uh, do a few things, um, and I'll, I'll make okay. sure you get uh, Kim's number. And Kim, I did get it, so I'll make sure she gets it. Okay. Thank you, uh, Gail. All right, thanks ever so much. Uh, okay, you <laughs> thank you, thank you. you too. Thank you, Kim. Okay. okay, let's see. There were some comments in the chat room. Let me try to read those. Hang on a sec. Okay, uh, guest fives. Oh, Charles, are you there? Did you want to say anything, Charles? If you do, you you are welcome to. Um, in the chat room, uh, guest five says Brian too said that he is tra uh, trapped in Ecuador, and that uh, the video that he put out saying that he's trapped is only two days old. So those are Brian's words is what guest five is saying and that that his uh, video is two days old. So maybe something happened recently. Not sure. Um, Tia in the chat room says, does the lady with the RV, that's Gail, does she have dogs? Um, I don't think so, but we can ask her. Gail, do you have dogs? And then they, she says, um, how do I get your number, Renata? Okay, here's my number. Here's my telephone number for anyone listening. It's 510-688-7277. 510-688-7277. And leave a message with your telephone number. Please don't call from a block number. I had somebody calling me two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten in the morning with a block number. And I didn't answer. And she kept calling two, three, four, five, six, seven in the morning. <laughs> so please unblock your number. Okay. I will not play on your phone. Believe me, I don't have time for those games. All right. Gail, do you have yeah. dogs? I have one, and uh, okay. I've had her since she was two months old. Okay. I made her a class. I set her certified as a service pet, so oh, she good. has flown with me to Ecuador. She lived with me in Ecuador, and now we're back in the states. 
Okay, so um, the uh, Tia in the chat room says, wouldn't the dogs help you know when someone is sneaking up on you at night? Well, unfortunately, when I went to Russia, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> they just zapped me in my throat. <coughs> okay. When I went to Russia in 2015, she was in a dog kennel <clears throat> boarding place in Ecuador for two months, and they chipped her. So they're able to knock her out to put her to sleep like they are mean. They try it every night. They're trying to make me pass out behind the wheel, sending frequencies to my head, making me fall to sleep. But the Lord keeps me. He helps me, you know, but I have woken up driving behind the wheel because of it. Um, And I just call on the Lord every time. But um, um, she does when she can alert me, but that's why I got an alarm because we're both passed out. Yeah. Well, I can tell you they target the the dogs because they target mine all the time. I'm an advocate for TI's building community, and I'm always bringing it up because they have an army against us, and we're one. They've created us as a society within a society. And when I was in Ecuador, I was trying to get TI's to come to build a Christian community down there. Land was cheap. I had more money then than I do now. Um, But... um, that's that's the way to get back to a peaceful living. It's not something odd or crazy because they do it in Israel. It's called a kibbutz in Israel. They did it in World War II um, to help survive Hitler. Mm-hmm. And um, people, but you know, you can't be narcissistic. You can't be self-centered uh, when it comes to trying to live in community. It's not all about you. It's about the whole. And um, people rather suffer and go through all of this alone um, rather than to die enough to self to where they can live in community where it would not only benefit them but it would benefit the whole so um, I'm a real advocate for that and I also am an advocate for marching on Washington I want to I just organize a march for Washington um, this coming summer in September yeah we need to do that while, while Trump is in office, it's highly important to, to get it done because he doesn't like the CIA. And and that's the head of the snake that that is doing this to TIs. And so if we can get up there, even if it's just a bus load or whatever, to, to get up there, um, this woman is coming into this driveway with my RV up there to a business that's closed. That ain't nothing but a perp. Yeah. Try to make me move my RV, but I didn't move it. She went around. <laughs> but anyway, so, um, so, so, so we really need to consider going up to Washington. And we need to take bags of mail from other TIs from the office. We pour it out there on the lawn with however many are able to go up um to, to Washington and, pres- and at the President's Park and have a rally, not a protest, a rally. Speak, speak what, speak out our cause and 
and what's happening and um, call on Trump to do something about it. Because you know? mm-hmm. <clears throat> Trump is total hands-on. So I'm going to tell you, if we can get up there and do that, he's going to want to know. Because yeah. he heard his name. Somebody said his name. and then just, So he's going to want to know um, what is that all about. No, so I, I, I'm I'm still an advocate for it, so there's a bunch of naysayers. Oh, we tried that. Nobody shows up for TI Day and all that. But that doesn't mean you can't quit trying. <laughs> you can't quit trying. You know, unless you're just going to lay down and die, you can't quit trying. You know, and they talk about fight. Well, that's what we have to do. You know, we have to. We have to. I'm tired, too. You know, I've been a victim for 12 years. I'm 62. Think I'm not tired of dealing with this? Right. You don't know how tired I am doing with this, you know. Um, so, so um, I hope that answers your question. I, I don't know. What, what okay. Thank you. I'm going to see if Charles wants to say anything before we end. Thank you. And and again, you have my number, so give me a call. Okay, I will. And remind me to give you Kim's number too, because she she did text it to me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Are you doing good though, Charles? Everything okay? Okay. Okay, good. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Okay. Uh, let me give a bit of motivation. This is coming from the Daily Motivator, one of my favorite websites. Uh, and it is called Think Positively Forward. Over the course of a normal day, thousands of thoughts track your thoughts, track through, excuse me, your awareness. With every thought is opportunity. Each thought changes you in some way. Each thought influences your actions, your perceptions, your subsequent thoughts. Your thoughts lead your life in a specific direction. Change your thoughts and notice how quickly you've changed the way you feel. All day long, everywhere you go, you bring the power of thought with you. In every situation, with every encounter, you can apply that power with great benefit. Choose thoughts that energize you, that position you to be highly effective, creative, generous, prosperous, and peaceful. Set your intentions high and fill your awareness with good thoughts that support those intentions. What you are thinking moment to moment plays a large part in making your life what it is. Your opportunity is here, now, and always to think your way positively forward. I love that. I love that because it is true. Our thoughts feed into our actions, feed into our self-esteem, feed into our ability to move forward. And we can change our thoughts. I'm telling you, we cannot go by what it's looking like and this targeting stuff. Forget that and think positive and try your best to make your um, actions aligned with your positive thoughts. And as this article is saying, set your intentions for the day. That's one of the things I try to do is say, this is what I'm going to do today. And I try to stick with it. This is how I want to feel today, even if it doesn't turn out that way, because, of course, not everything is in our control. 
and things happen throughout our day. But I try to say, this is how I'm going to react if or, or respond, rather, if something should happen um, that I need to respond to. I'm not going to get upset. I'm going to try not to be triggered. And just set your intentions. I tell myself, I'm going to have a good day. This is the day the Lord has made. I shall rejoice and be glad in it. And don't ever feel like Satan is in control of your whole life or your whole destiny, because he is not unless you allow him to be. So try your best to change your thoughts. Try your best to change the way you look at things, and you'll see how that can impact your mood and how you feel. One of the things I was trying to tell my husband, like it, it, we have to sometimes uh, change the way that, that we look at things because he gets targeted too, um, but he doesn't talk about it or show it as much as I probably do. Um, but one of the things that triggers him is that when we'll be, as particularly at Walmart, if we're at Walmart, okay, he likes to go to the self-checkout line and because it's faster to get through there and, you know, you check yourself out. And when we get to that line, they usually switch it up to where an employee comes over and they will check him out. And he doesn't like that. Now, that don't bother me, but he doesn't like that because he's like, this is a self-checkout line. But every time I come here, then they want to bring an employee over here and change it up. And then they want to check, you know, they want to check it out. So it 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 makes him upset and it triggers him. And I tell him, just change the way you look at it. I said, because he was like, well, what do you mean? Change? I said, this is how I look at it. Walmart ain't paying me to, 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 uh, to, to be a cashier anyway. So I shouldn't be over here checking out anyway. And if you leave, because a couple of times he'll leave that line because he gets mad because they do that. So he'll leave and he'll go to the regular line. And I said, when you go to the regular line, they're checking you out too. He was like, you know what? I didn't even think about it like that. So sometimes we have to change the way we look at things because I don't care. If they want to check me out at the self-checkout, that's fine because they're not giving me a discount to check myself out anyway. And I'm not a Walmart cashier, so I shouldn't be checking myself out anyway. So I don't care. So it helps when we change the way we look at things. And ever since I told him that, He's much better with that. And once we are able to um, look at things differently, then they can't target us in that way anymore. So the next time he goes to Walmart and he goes to self-checkout and they send an employee over there to check him out, he won't be triggered by that because he's changing the way he's looking at it. And I've had to do that in my own targeting. Now, some of it is still a challenge for me because I ain't made the trip yet, okay? I ain't, I ain't made it where I'm not where I should be yet, but I'm working on it. And that's what all of us need to do. We need to just change our perception of things so that we can get through all of this and get where God wants us to be, okay? So if you want to read some daily motivation, go to greatday.com. I love that site. All right. Your last opportunity, star two. And I'm going to get ready to go walk the doggy. Star two, if you want to say anything. Okay, you guys, have a very blessed week. Um, there's so much going on in this world, so be safe. Um, stay prayed up. Pray for the rest of the community. And I will talk to you guys next Sunday. Have a great week, everybody.
Take care, Renata. Thank you, Charles. You too. Take care, everybody. Okay, Charles is saying bye, you guys. Okay, I'm going to hang up, Charles. Have a good week, Charles. Bye. Okay, bye. Oh, somebody sent me a text. I have no idea who that is. Okay. Thank you, Guest 5. You have a, um, God bless you, and you have a good evening, too. I'll talk to you guys next week.